How to master a service ritual and why is it important for your game? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Well, if you're looking for a tennis partner, you've come to the right place. Log on to BackhandCity.com and join our website so you can get inside the dashboard and get a free look at finding tennis partners in your area. Once you're in there, you can include your photo of yourself, your age, your playing level, who you're looking to play, what's your playing style, and your availability. Just log on to BackhandCity.com right now. It's free to join, and you can start searching for tennis partners today. Well, today's topic, how to master your service ritual and why it's important for your game. Now, probably one of the most famous service rituals out there, and it's probably to tennis fans' angst, is Novak Djokovic. Once the pressure gets really tight, Djokovic has a masterful service ritual where he just kind of locks in and focuses. Now, why do fans find this to be a little bit, uh, well, what was the term I used? They had a lot of angst about it. Well, it lasts a long time. There's a lot of monotonous dribbling. So much so, him and Nadal are famous for their service rituals. Uh, the ATP Tour and the Grand Slams have instituted a shot clock to try to keep play moving and the product more condensed so tennis fans can see more tennis and less twitching and dribbling. So how does this help your game and how long should it last? So we now know what a service ritual is. It's typically a dribbling of the ball or a wiping of your sweat, but whatever ritual you do, whether it's breathing or dribbling or bouncing the ball on your racket, it should have a modified and condensed amount of time because you are under a shot clock. So try to keep your ritual just a few seconds, right? And make sure that your cognitive of how long it took you to pick up the ball and gather it and get to the service line. Uh, so that leads me to point number three. Point number one was, uh, what is a service ritual? We answered that. Point number two, how long should it last? And we think it's a few seconds. And point number three is, when does the clock start? Now, I know as a recreational tennis player, there's no shot clock. So you're just going to have to kind of gauge this on your own etiquette. It pretty much starts when you've picked up the balls and you have two balls in your pocket. At this point, you've got 25 seconds to get to the line, do your ritual, and execute your serve. Um, if the ball's far away, you can start it a little more, you can be a little more liberal with that. Um, if it's between first and second serves and there's a ball on the court, obviously you got to clear the ball on your court. Um, so tip number four, why is it so important to have a service ritual? It's really important because your job as a server is to keep the score and keep the flow of the game moving in a timely manner. Selfishly, you want to have rituals so you can play to your optimum. And having rituals is going to help you meditate 
and relax. And it should go something like this. You get to the you get to the baseline. You announce the score. Now you go into your service ritual. Three or four bounces where you just kind of lock in, relax, take a couple of deep breaths, and just analyze where you want to target to serve, how fast you want to hit it, and maybe what kind of spin you have on it. Then toss the ball up and execute. And what I want you to do is really become disciplined in finding a service ritual that is good for you. And to answer the question, why is it important? Because when the pressure's on and you've got a deuce point or a, a break point against you, you're going to need these routines and rituals to drive your confidence. If you're kind of all over the map, when the pressure comes, I find a lot of people rush and they skip their rituals, especially between first and second serve, where they're really important because in the second serve, obviously, there's not as much margin for error because if you don't execute the serve, you lose the point. So it's super important to find a ritual, especially early in sets when there's not as much pressure on you. Point number five, should you do it between first and second serves? I think I just answered that. It's hugely important to do it every time you serve a tennis ball. And I think as people's minds race and the pressure increases, their service rituals become faster or worse yet, non-existent. Point number six, should you do it on every point? I think I just answered that. Yes, you should. And finally, point number seven, what's the responsibility of the returner while you're serving? Good etiquette dictates that the receiving player who's returning serve should be working to your pace. So for instance, if you seem like you're someone who likes to serve every 15 seconds, etiquette dictates that the receiver should be playing to that tempo. He should be funneling you balls, and he or she should be ready to play as you come up with these rituals. So the receiver's job is to play to the rituals of the of the server and then of course it's reciprocal when you're serving if you're a quicker server like someone like nick curious who serves every seven to ten seconds the receiver's responsibility is to be ready to play within that time frame well i hope that helps you master the ritual and understand why it's important for your service game well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to go into iTunes right now and rate, review, and sub subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. And of course, if you're a big fan of tennis, check out the live scoreboard right on BackhandCity.com each day so you can get live updates and scores from the world of the ATP and the WTA. This is Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's where